This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday after Peace of Arizona on the rear this morning. Anybody else on the line and want to say good morning? Good morning, Peace of Arizona. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning to see Yvonne. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. I'm your greener this morning. Can anybody else join the line? I want to say good morning. Good morning. Good morning. This is Pastor Sam. Happy Monday. Good morning, Pastor Sam. How are you? Good. How are you doing? Very good. Sam, did I hear Brother Mike? Yes, good morning. Good morning, Brother Mike. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, pretty Patrice. Good morning, Rumbles. Good morning, everyone. Happy Monday. It's Tatiana. Good morning, Tatiana. Good morning. Uh, happy Monday to everyone. This is Joyce. Good morning, Sister Joyce. Happy Monday to you. Thank you. You as well. Good morning. Happy Monday. This is Danette. Good morning. Danette, happy Monday to you. Good morning, this is Mary. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. We agree with this morning. Did anybody else chime in? Would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Susie. Good morning, Sister Susie. Uh, listen, I have a prayer request for myself. Um, I woke up this morning with extreme pain in my left leg. Uh, it's like sciatic nerve. I've had it before. It's been a while and I'm in a, in a lot of pain, so... If you could keep me lifted up in pain, that I mean in prayer that it will go away. I'm going to keep call my doctor, but I can't can't hardly walk in my left leg. So if you could please, yeah. huh? I yeah. I couldn't hear you. I got you. I got your prayer request. Noted. Thank you so much. Top of the morning, good morning, good morning. This Miss Sabrina. Good morning, Miss Sabrina. How are you? Good morning. I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm on the wake-up list this morning. Yes, ma'am, we are. 
you, yes, we are. Thank you, Jesus. Can you please pray for healing over my back? Oh. Yes, ma'am. I got you. I got your prayer request noted. Thank you. You're welcome. Good morning. Good morning. Patricia from Arizona. I'm your greeting this morning. Did anybody else join the line and want to say good morning? Good morning, sis. Good morning, beauty family. It's Rochelle. Happy Magnificent Monday. Miss you, sis. Have a blessed day. Hello, there. Nice to hear your voice. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Was that D? Good morning, happy Monday, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Have a great day. Hey, hey. Happy Monday to you. Good morning, happy Monday. This is CJ Love. Good morning, CJ Love. Good morning. Morning, morning, morning. Krishanda, happy Monday. Good morning, Krishanda, happy Monday. God bless you. All right. Any more good mornings before I get started with the business at hand? All right. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, good morning. Happy Monday. I am Leticia from Arizona, and I am your hostess and greeter this morning. I want to thank each and every one of you guys for calling and being joining us on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to continue joining us through the month of October, where our monthly theme has been forgiveness. All of the decorations and focus has been on Abba's mandate to forgive others, even as we have been forgiven. Make sure and call in and be edified, encouraged, and empowered to live out loud according to the will and purpose of God and his holy word. There is one announcement today. Please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters for marriage couples and marriage hopefuls. You can call into the same phone number tonight from 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. That's Pacific Standard Time. You will be happy that you did. There are no prayer requests submitted on the app. There were two spoken ones. One is from Sister Susie. She is in extremely pain this morning due to her sciatic nerve. So we want to keep her lifted up. Let the pain be removed quickly. The second request is from Sabrina, and she would like prayers for healing over her body. The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise we brought by Pretty Patrice. The declaration we brought by Barbara. Then we'll go on to closing comments hosted by the Declare Barbara. 
Again, the order of the call today is the prayer and the corporate praise will be brought by Pity Patrice. The declaration will be brought by Barbara. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer, Barbara. The scripture for today is from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I would ask that you would double check, triple check your phone, because I am hearing some feedback. You want to try to preserve the integrity of the call. So if you can just double check that listening device is on mute as I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed day and happy Monday to you. God bless you, Lakeisha. Good morning, Holy Spirit. We welcome you this morning. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Let's exalt his name together. Bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Most gracious Heavenly Father, we come thanking you this morning for waking us up this morning. Thank you, God. Thank you that we are in our right mind with our mind stayed on you, God. Thank you. Thank you for the activity of our limbs, O oh God. Thank you for us being in our right mind with our mind on you, God. Thank you. Thank you for our bills being paid, O oh God. Thank you, O oh God, that our hearts are binded, bound with your heart, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we come lifting up Susie and um, Sabrina to you this morning, God. We thank you that we can feel our pain, oh God. But Father God, you were wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities, and the chastisement of your peace is upon us. And by your stripes, we were healed, oh God. So we ask, oh God, that you go before them, oh God, that you touch the doctors and the attendants that will see them on today, God. Father God, heal, deliver, and set free as only you can. We pray, oh God, that the pain will be lessened on today, God, and Susie's left leg, oh God. Father God, remove that sciatic nerve pain that she has on this morning, God, and bless her, bring us back on today, that it will not be in pain this rest of this day, God. Let her move and go about her day. Father God, pain free in the mighty name of Jesus. And we thank you, O oh God, in advance for what you're going to do in their lives. Father God, we thank you that you are a holy God, that you are a merciful God, that you are a gracious God. We thank you for your grace and we thank you for your mercy, O oh God. Thank you, God that you are a way maker, oh God. Thank you that you make ways out of no ways, oh God, that you make crooked edges straight, oh God. 
We thank you, O oh God, and we ask, O oh God, that you forgive us for our sins, known and unknown, O oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, O oh God, that you're going out in the highways and the byways, O oh God, with us so that we can compel men and women to come running and ask, what must I do to be saved, O oh God? Thank you, God. We thank you, O oh God, that we are the righteousness of God and that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. No weapon formed against us will prosper. It may form, but it will not prosper. We thank you for the pulling down of strongholds, O oh God. Hallelujah. So we gather in the precious name of Jesus. We thank you, God, that we will continue to fight. We pray for those that are in our government, oh God. Oh, hallelujah, making decisions on our behalf. Hallelujah. We thank you that they will have the mind of Christ when they're making those decisions. Hallelujah. We pray for those that are out in the elements, oh God. We give you glory. We give you honor, God, for them. And we pray, oh God, that they will find shelter, God. That they will find a covering, oh God. Hallelujah. We pray for our children and our grandchildren, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, continue to protect them. Give them a hedge of protection, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for those that are in the military, oh God. We thank you for their sacrifice, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. We pray, oh God, that you that you bring them home safely. And we pray for their families, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, we pray, oh God, that you bind us in love and that you bind us in unity in our marriages, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. We thank you for marriage matters on tonight, God. Oh, hallelujah. And we ask, oh God, that you send forth those that desire to be married, oh God, to the line, Father God. We pray for all the lines that uh, we have on declared victory, oh God. And we ask that you continue to bless them, oh God. Continue to strengthen those that are heading them, oh God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for those that are sick and those that are shut in, Father God. Father God, we pray your divine healing over their lives, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father God, we thank you, God, that we have another opportunity to give your name praise, glory, and honor, God. So hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Your will be done in our lives, God. Your way for our lives, oh God. You said that you would never see the righteous forsaken or see begging bread, God. So we thank you, God, that we desire to live in righteousness, oh God. Oh, hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, oh God, that we continue to cast out bitterness. We cast the devil out in the name of Jesus. You have no place here. You have no authority here. We belong to the Most High God. We cast out disease. We cast out sickness. 
We cast out arthritis. We cast out diabetes in the name of Jesus. We cast out that sciatic nerve pain in the name of Jesus. We cast out that back pain in the name of Jesus. We cast out cancer in the name of Jesus. We cast out depression in the name of Jesus. You have no place here. You have no authority here. We thank you, God, that you give us the grace to love righteousness and to hate iniquity. We thank you for the conscious, deliberate decision to live righteously, O oh God. So as we take our phones off mute to give your name praise, glory, and honor, O oh God, we love you, Father God. We trust you, God. And we stand on your holy word. A wonderful weekend to have you, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank Thank you, God. 
regarding forgiveness. I won't be before you long, but there are some things that I would like to share with you. Um, Anytime I have to do a declaration, I always look up articles and I go to the Bible and I just do a lot of researching. And today I'm going to share with you what biblical forgiveness. Biblical forgive. oh, most gracious Heavenly Father, I come to you this morning, Lord, before I speak, asking you to speak through my mouth and allow me to say something that will be of help to someone as I share. Um, I thank you for allowing me to wake up to see another day, Father, for somebody didn't wake up this morning, Lord. Um, I thank you for um, being in a right mind, Lord Jesus. I ask that you bless each one that is under the sound of my voice, those prayer requests that were spoken and those that were not spoken, Lord. You know what each of us need, Lord. I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Um, Biblical forgiveness is the process of forgiving someone or being forgiven as illustrated in the Bible. Forgiveness itself is defined as letting go of sin. In the Bible, this includes forgiving everyone every time of everything as an act of obedience and gratefulness to God. It acknowledges the sacrifice God made through his son, Jesus Christ, who died to restore the relationship between God and man. Forgiveness does not mean excusing, forgetting, permitting repetition of the sinful act against you, or guaranteeing reconciliation with the perpetrator. Forgiveness is to let go of sin. God has forgiven us our sins, and we forgive others of theirs. It is moving on instead of dwelling on that sin and refusing to harbor it against someone. To take a step further, however, 
you need to understand the context of the human condition. Humans are sinners from the beginning and are therefore born condemned, keeping us from having a relationship with God. However, God, in his great love and mercy, has created a way for our debts of sin to be repaid, resulting in the forgiveness of our sins. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which is lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fulfillment of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. That's Ephesians 1, 7 through 10. The Bible never really gives a dictionary definition of forgiveness, but it shows us many examples of it. The greatest of all examples is the forgiveness of God. Although the following passage does not use the word forgive, it describes the concept of God's forgiveness perfectly. Psalms 103, 8 through 12. The Lord is compassionate and gracious, slow to anger, abounding in love. He will not always accuse, nor will he harbor his anger forever. He does not treat us as our sins deserve or repay us according to our iniquities. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our wrongdoings from us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I know you have heard it said that, um, you know, we are to forgive and forget. But think about this. We often hear the phrase forgive and forget. And this can be misleading. As a rejoiner to this phrase, sometimes we hear, I'll forgive, but I will never forget. To forgive and forget does not mean that a person who has been wronged develops some amnesia. A person who has been abused will never forget that it happened. A person who has suffered from an adulterous spouse will always remember that experience. A parent who has had a child abducted will probably think about that crime every day he or she spends on earth. Yet, it is possible for each of these people who have been sinned against to forgive and also to forget. As long as the biblical definition of forget is in view. In the Bible, remembering and forgetting do not have to do with retention of information in the brain. In Genesis 8 and 1, 
after the flood, God remembered Noah. Does that imply that for a while God had forgotten Noah, misplaced him among the floodwaters, and then one day he remembered and thought he had better check in on him? Of course not. The biblical concept of remembering has to do with choosing to act. And forgetting means refusing to act on the basis of something. When the Bible says God remembered Noah, it means that God chose to act on Noah's behalf and sent a wind to help the waters rescind more rapidly. God promises that under the new covenant, I will forgive their wickedness and I will remember their sins no more. Jeremiah 31, 34 and Hebrews 8 and 12 and Hebrews 10 and 17. God does not forget that people have sinned, but when he forgives, he chooses not to act on the basis of those sins. It is similar to the sentiment expressed in 1 Corinthians 13 and 5, where love keeps no record of wrongs. In the phase forgive and forget, the two terms are really synonyms. Both mean that the person who has forgiven will not continue to hold that sin against the wrongdoer or take it into account in future interactions. A person may remember that it happened, but he or she has chosen not to act on it. That is biblical forgiving. Okay. Um, who should forgive? It is out of forgiveness that we have been given that we must also forgive all those around us. Regardless of what they have done or how they have hurt us and those you love, we must continue to forgive. Ephesians 4 and 32, be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. That we should meditate on today. Sometimes that person is you. You may have messed up so badly, you are unforgivable. However, regardless of what you have done, scripture says that you are forgiven. So instead of holding yourself to a standard that even God doesn't require of you, take a deep breath. Walk in God's promises and forgive yourself. Sometimes forgiving yourself is one of the hardest things to do. But for you, O oh Lord, are good and forgiving, abounding in steadfast love to all who call upon you. Psalms 86 and 5. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, the next question is, how many times should I forgive? Depending on the sin, it is often not too hard to forgive someone one time. However, what happens 
when they continue to hurt you over and over again? When can I stop forgiving them? Peter had that same question which he asked Jesus. Then Peter came up and said to him, Lord, how often will my brother sin against me and I forgive him? As many as seven times? Jesus said to him, I do not say to you seven times, but 77 times. Matthew eighteen twenty-one through 22. Jesus is not saying that you have to forgive someone 539 times and then you can do what you want. He is showing Peter that just as Jesus will forgive us over and over, so we must forgive each other over and over. Blessed is the one whose transgressions is forgiven, whose sins are covered. Psalms 32 and 1. Thank you, Lord. Well, What is forgiveness not? Now, I talked about what forgiveness is, but now I want to say a little bit about what forgiveness is not. Forgiveness is not excusing their actions, permitting them to repeat their actions, forgetting what they did, saying that the relationship has to go back to what it was. Forgiving someone is letting go of their sins, not saying that it was okay. It also doesn't mean that their action should be without consequences, if consequences are warranted. It just means that you are ready to move on and not dwell on their sin anymore. Forgiveness does not mean that you allow that person to repeat that sin against you again. Whosoever covers an offense seeks love, but he who repeats a matter separates close friends, Proverbs 17 and 9. Forgiveness doesn't mean that you have to forget what they did altogether. Some sins hurt more than others, and it may have a lifelong impact on you. You don't have to forget what they did, but God still calls you to forgive them. Forgiveness also does not mean that the relationship has to go back to what it was before that sin. In some cases, it may be appropriate and necessary to step back from a relationship that has damaged you by sin. Doing this does not mean that you are being unforgiving. You can and should still forgive that person, but things don't have to go back to normal. And what I mean by that is that Sometimes you, depending on the hurt or the situation, you may need to not be around that person anymore. Not that you don't love them and not that you didn't forgive them, but for your own safety, for yourself. Because I think sometimes we forget about taking care of ourselves. We have to be healthy. Because I want us to remember that forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Why is forgiveness so important? Forgiveness is unquestionably important in two main reasons. It may seem that by withholding forgiveness from someone that you are able to hurt their feelings or keep them accountable 
for what they did in some way. However, that is not how forgiveness works. Forgiveness is not about you and not them. Unforgiveness hurts you and grows bitterness in your heart, and you definitely don't want to be bitter. It can lead to a variety of very real symptoms, such as depression, anxiety, stress, and heart issues. It can also lower your immune system. Also, don't sit around waiting for an apology that may or may not come. Forgiveness is always better sooner than later. Unforgiveness also hurts your relationship with God. This is the biggest reason why forgiveness is so important. The Bible says that if you steward unforgiveness in your heart, God will not forgive you. Our forgiveness from God is conditional on our ability to forgive others in return. For if you forgive others their trespasses, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you do not forgive others their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive you yours. Matthew 6, 14, and 15. Forgive others. Don't hold on to that bitterness in your heart. You don't have to forget what they did, excuse it, allow them to repeat it, or resume the relationship as it used to be, but you must forgive and move on. And I know that forgiveness is a process and everybody handles it differently. Here are some things I can tell you about how I forgive those who have hurt me. You have decided that you are ready to forgive the person who hurt you, but how? when they have cut a wound so deep. Some situations are easier than others, but some are really difficult. However, here are some steps that you can take to help you forgive and process. Prayer. Number one is prayer. This is always the first step to forgiveness. Pray for God to open your heart to healing and to soften your heart towards the person that you are trying to forgive. Continue to pray throughout the process, asking God to help you forgive others the way he has forgiven you. Journaling. Prayerfully journaling about situations can be an effective tool in exploring the areas that need healing from their actions and how you can forgive, begin to forgive them for what happened. Counsel. In some situations, it may, be a, it may be good to seek out some kind of wise counsel to help the process what happened and decide how to move forward. But I want you to look for a Christian counselor and not just a Christian counselor because they say they're a Christian counselor, but really find out if they're really walking the talk that they're talking. Number four is speak it out. Words have power. So find a place where you can speak out loud your forgiveness for the person that hurt you. And declared victory is an awesome place to speak out because it's a safe place. Number five is confrontation. 
Then it comes time to evaluate whether you can confront this person in person to forgive them or not. This may be something that you want to discuss with your counsel and definitely continue to pray throughout this process with God. And number six is time. Finally, know that this process will take time. Saying I forgive you one time is good, but may not be enough to truly allow that forgiveness to penetrate your heart. You may have to wake up every morning, look at the mirror and say, I forgive so-and-so for X, Y, Z, and that's okay. Keep walking out that forgiveness every day. Say it as often as you need to until you are completely, until they are completely forgiven. And whenever you stand praying, forgive, if you have anything against anyone, so that your Father also who is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. That's Mark 11 and 25. Okay, the next question. How do I seek forgiveness from others? Perhaps you are not the one who needs to forgive, but the one who needs to be forgiven. In this case, there are some steps that you need to walk through as well. Number one, again, is pray. Once again, prayer needs to be the center of this process. Take some time talking to God, asking him to forgive you for sinning against that person. Ask him to bring healing to that person and that they would forgive you. Pray for God to continue to work out repentance in your heart and that you would help to keep you from the sin in the future. Number two is ownership. This is one of the most important steps. You can't walk into repentance for your sin if you don't own up to your sin to begin with. This is something to pray through as well, that God would help you to take full ownership of what you did without downplaying it or spreading around the blame. Take ownership of it if you did something. Once again, journaling. It may be helpful to journal out what you are looking for to be forgiven for, for a way of processing and humbling yourself. This may also help you with taking ownership of it. Journaling is so important because you can always look back at your journaling of what, how things were last year and see how you have really grown. Counseling, once again, seek wise counseling. Christian counseling is rarely a bad idea. You may need to seek wise counsel to decide how to best proceed in seeking forgiveness and reconciliation with the person you have wronged. Once again, confrontation. Determine if it is possible to confront the person wronged in person, to admit your mistake, apologize, and ask for their forgiveness. Recognize that they may not be up to meeting with you in person, and they may need to explore other ways to express your apology and ask for forgiveness. And then once again, time. Lastly, give the other person time. 
They may need more time to process what happened than you realize. Also realize that they may want to seek reconciliation of the relationship and continue to pray through that. Ultimately, all you do is seek our forgiveness and the confess of your sins. You can't force the other person to forgive you. Live with a repentant heart, seek their forgiveness, and leave the rest to God because God is the one that has the last say. And we need to realize that um, everything has a process. And when we do sin, yes, God forgives us. But there are still consequences sometimes for that sin. And we still have to deal with that. Well, my final thing I'm going to say is, at the end of the day, whether you are the one forgiving or being forgiven, no conversation on forgiveness would be complete without reminding ourselves of the one who made it possible. Mankind was condemned from conception for their sinful nature. We all deserve death and eternal punishment in hell. This is the way things since the sin of Adam and Eve in the garden. This sin has put a barrier in place between God and man, keeping us from the relationship with him that he desires and created us for. However, because of his great love for his creation, he already had a plan of redemption to work out our salvation. He unveils this plan throughout the Old Testament and then brings it to fulfillment in the birth of Jesus Christ, who would live a perfect, sinless life, fulfilling the prophecies made about him since the beginning, winning battle after battle with temptation, and then sacrificing himself, though he was innocent, in order to take sins of the world. By his resurrection on the third day, he conquered sin and death. And through this, the sins of the world are able to be forgiven. Thank you, Lord. This has allowed for the beginning of the restoration of the relationship between God and man, which will be completed in the New Jerusalem. Now, by repenting of our sins, acknowledging Jesus as Lord, and clinging to him as our Savior, we are able to participate in God's redemptive plan and will one day experience eternal life with him. Because of his sacrifice, our sins are able to be wiped out and we are forgiven. I, I am he who blotted out your transgressions for my own sake, and I will not remember your sins, Isaiah 43 and 25. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. That's Colossians 1, 13 and 14. And there's one other thing I want to share with you, and that's there are seven steps to true forgiveness. What are the steps to true forgiveness? 
Step one, acknowledge. Acknowledge the hurt. Who hurt you and why they did? What's the context of the situation and how long did this happen? Number two, consider. Consider how the hurt and pain has affected you. The word consider is key here because it involves thinking before making a decision, before you decide on whether or not you will forgive this person. Consider the negative feelings you've acquired since the incident. How has the pain changed you? How detrimental was the person's mistake to your life or someone else's? Number three, accept. Accept that you cannot change the past, no matter how much you wish that pain could be reversed. It's time to admit to yourself that your anger toward that person won't redeem what they have done. It is during this step that you must thoroughly consider whether or not you want to forgive. Number four is determine. Determine whether or not you will forgive. This is when the forgiveness process will either begin or end. This decision should be made should not be made lightly as it will determine the future of your relationship with that person. Number five, repair. Repair the relationship with the person who wronged you before any an act of forgiveness or reconciliation, rebuild the connection you used to have with that person. In most cases, you will be the instigator of this repairing. But if you have thoughtfully engaged in the previous four steps, then there is a higher chance of success. Note that you are repairing the relationship, not restoring it it will likely take more than the relationship to return to normal, whatever that may look like to you. Acts of repairing can include kind words, simple gestures, or even a gift. Forgiveness is more for their benefit. But once the relationship is on the path of restoration, and you've given yourself time to accept the reality of the past, it's clear that forgiveness is a way for you to find closure. Closure means something. And the last step is to forgive. Forgive the person who wronged you. In some cases, this will be silent. You may be compelled to verbally forgive the person even if you do not expect a kind response. But if you have followed through on the previous steps, then their reaction won't really matter. What will matter is that you have found a way to let go and move on. That is my share this morning. I hope that I have said something that helps someone realize how important forgiveness is. Now is the time for anyone that did not get a chance to say good morning to say good morning. Morning. 
Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Who's that? Sunshine. Good morning. Good morning, Sunshine. Anyone else want to say good morning? Good morning, it's Monica. Good morning, Monica. Good morning, Miss B. Great decoration. Good morning, sweetheart. Is that Miss Lithonia? Yes. Good morning, Mom. Love you. Good morning, Miss Gigi. Good morning, Gigi. Good morning. This is Juanita. Great declaration. Good morning, Juanita. To God be the glory. Good morning, Sister Barbara. This is Jubilant Piet. Good morning, Jubilant. How are you this morning? Fine. How are you? God is good. God is good. That's all I can say. Amen. Now, I know we have some testosterone on this call this morning. Some of you fellas want to say good morning to us? Anyone else want to say good morning? Yes, good morning, Miss Moxie. Good morning. Great declaration. Good morning, Moxie. Good morning. Does anyone have any questions or comments or something else that I can make clear or answer for you this morning? Yeah, I'm awful quiet this morning. Good morning, Barbara. It's Christina Joy. Um, it was an awesome to share. Great declaration. I enjoyed how you not only talked about what forgiveness is, but what it's not. And the process of forgiving, um, when you said sometimes forgiveness means you repair the relationship, but it's not restored. Um, so can you just talk a little bit more about what that looks like, the difference between the restoration, the restored relationship versus the repaired relationship? once the forgiveness has taken place. Now, now this is just my answer, okay? I feel like when the relationship is restored, you may be able to go back to where the relationship was before whatever happened happens. But when it's when it's Repaired, yeah. When when it's repaired, I'm sorry. I feel like when it's repaired, you may not be able to go back to where you were, but you're able to forgive that person, and you're still not holding any animosity towards that person. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, ma'am. Makes total sense. Thank you. Okay. Miss Barbara. Yes. Miss uh, Christina Joy, got, she was right in my, my head with that because when you said that, it made me think about <clears throat> a relationship that just got repaired in my life from years. I shared with you a, a friend of mine. We've been friends since junior high, and we probably haven't really talked probably in a good 15 years. And so recently, um, she reached out to me. So now it makes sense. The relationship, 
that I know it's a God relationship is repaired, but the restoration is in process because it's not like it was, but I know mm-hmm. that it can be. So when you, when you talked about that makes sense because sometimes we'll immediately think that um, it means reconciliation, but it doesn't. Somebody getting that good sleep off. So I'm just grateful for your share and how you always just bring some nuggets because biblical forgiveness. And then you talked about the forgetting part. We touched on it on Friday Night Live. So it just seems like a refresher course. And it is quiet. It's been quiet, (laughs) more quiet on the call this month because this topic is so good. And you know how you and I are. We could talk about this 24-7. So I love you and I really do miss you. So thank you for your share on this Monday. Hey, Miss Didi. And you know what I didn't touch on that I wanted to, but you know, we only have so much time. There is a book called Developing a Lifestyle of Forgiveness by Steve and Becky Deal. I have gone through this book numerous times because when I was in California, I actually taught a class for our women that were in the shelter. Forgiveness is just so important. That that's that's a real that's a real important part to our healing is forgiveness. Hello, hello. Good morning. This is Moxie. How you doing? I'm good. Sweetie. How you doing? I'm good. I want to jump in real quick before I get to Yvonne. But you know what I thought about too when it came when you were speaking about forgiveness, great declaration was, you know, when we um the restoring and repairing when I thought about that in that way, like you know, you could forgive a person, and even though that person may not, um, they probably really don't care. They're probably really um, still doing what the offense was, you know, towards you. You don't understand, or wherever the case may be. I thought about it. It's like, wow. So it, it may be, it won't be restored, but at least I will be repaired in, in my heart where I'm not holding the, him or her offense, you know, and I'm hostage in me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm looking at the situation also knowing that this person, you know, not saying that I'm judging them, but you looking at their actions that they're not, they're doing the same thing. You get what I'm saying? Like, it's still, you know, the same thing. So, of course, the boundary you put up in that, you know, um, of of knowing, you know, that's what I'm looking at. Look, I, I mean, you know, I got to put a boundary up with you, but I still am going to forgive you because I don't want to be sitting up there tripping and, and making hatred in my heart and bitterness in my heart. So that's right. what I was thinking about when you said, um, you know, the repairing and restoring. Because some things can't be restored just yet, but at least I am continuing to be restored. You know? Right, right. Yeah. That makes good sense. Great declaration, sis. Great declaration. That's, that's something worth, you know, having that initiative, you know, always in my mind of, and of understanding of why I need to forgive and not do that. But most of all, you know, I keep on going back, you know, having the courage and the integrity to um, handle the situation quickly, you know, so it won't, it won't be, the, you know, a conflict, you know, that you're dragging everybody else in and all that stuff. And then, you know, it's a whole other situation. So, yeah, just. Well, I'm thinking it really hurts you. Yeah, you're the ones that are really hurt in them. Like, like I said, um, you know, you think you're hurting that person, but you're really not, because that person has gone all about their business, and mm-hmm. you, you are harboring bitterness and all this kind of stuff, and you don't want to get sick. 
you're the one going to have the problem. That's why you have to forgive. You have to ask the Lord to help you learn how to forgive people for whatever they've done. Anyone else want to share? Well, y'all know I am at work, so I don't mind giving y'all back some time. I just want to say good morning and happy Monday, Ms. Barbara Greger. Great share. That's oh, Rochelle. Rochelle. I call you boys. I know, but they told me I need to start saying my name because everybody don't know my voice. I, I can understand And I don't that. want to be mistaken for Dee Dee. <laughs> no, you just sound like Dee Dee. I, I, I knew when Dee Dee was talking to me. But that's just me. And then we've been around each other a long time, too, so it makes a difference. We have a lot of new people on the call. And uh, God is just so good, you guys. Y'all just don't know um, how this line, I've been on here for the probably the past nine, almost nine years, and it has just helped me tremendously grow spiritually. Um. And it hasn't been easy. It's been, it's been, I've been, I've been through some things. But what I always have learned is that the bottom line is I have to trust God with my life. You know, as we call ourselves Christians, that, that's the lifestyle that we have to live. You know, um, the pastor was talking about that at church on Sunday. Um, you can't just be who you are on Sunday. You need to be that person all the time, trying to be more like Christ, trying to be forgiving and kind and loving. And, and sometimes I know it's not easy because there's some people that are, are hard to deal with and love. But then we don't think about we might be hard to deal with in love, too. We have to keep our hand in the Lord's hand. And I always tell my people that I'm discipling, read a proverb and a psalm every day. Because the other thing we need to do is get that word in us. Know that word. Because you're not going to always have a Bible around. You ain't going to always have your phone around to look up something. There may come a time when you need to share something with somebody and you need to know it. But the only way you're going to be able to do that is if you stay in the Word every day. Does it, anyone else have something they want to say? Because otherwise, I'm going to pray us out. Good morning, Barbara. This is uh, Jubilant. Um, I just want to... Can you hear me? Yes, ma'am. Uh, I'm just... I'm still stuck on this repairing <laughs> and restore because you know, um, you know, sometimes people are more you are more invested in people than they are in you. And mm-hmm. I had found myself, you know, in situations where you go and ask people for, to forgive you, right? Um, and it's like I think it was um Moxie was saying how they, you know, go back to being who they were. And I, I, I remember feeling like I had done something wrong. Maybe I, you know, there's still, 
am I still doing the same behavior because it doesn't seem like the relationship is um on this you know it's not the same or it doesn't seem like it's restored you know I mean the repairing part is that you know I came to them and I asked for forgiveness and I needed to keep it there but I didn't you know I'm thinking it should be restored and if it wasn't restored it was something that I was still doing so I just want to thank you for unpacking that because you know I give myself permission to let go, you know, and God will let me know if it's restored or, you know, repaired and just, you know, that I'm doing my part. So, right. Uh, I'm All relationships are not going to be restored. Yeah. Some of the relationships are just not going to be restored, and we have to accept that. Yeah. And well, I'm, I'm you know, just like, it just hit me today, and I just, I appreciate this this dialogue because you know sometimes I, I forgot gotten stuck there in that place, but it's like the Lord just you know through what you said I'm you know I I see it now I understand it so thank you so much for unpacking that. You're welcome, sweetheart. To God be the glory. He is the only way I know how to say anything. He brings it to me, and I try to. Tell other people. Well, you guys, according to my clock, it's nine o'clock. It's probably a different. I'm 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 down in Texas, so you know my time is different from your time. But I'm going to give you back some time, and I want to pray us out. Most gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you for this time of sharing this morning, Lord. I thank you for those things that were able to be explained well enough for to help someone better understand what forgiveness really is. I thank you for your grace and your mercy and your love, Lord. And I just lift up each one under the sound of my voice, Lord. You know what is needed. And I just ask you to. Bless those that need to be blessed. Heal those that need to be healed. Comfort those that need to be comforted. And continue to uh, be patient with us, Lord. But we know that forgiveness is a process. And we need your help to get through that process, Lord. I just ask that as we all go our different ways, that we all have a wonderful day today. I just ask these things in Jesus' name. Praise be to you, my Father. Amen. Have a great day, everyone. Amen. 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 God bless you. Have a blessed day. God bless you all. God bless you all. Have a blessed day. Thank you so much. Be blessed. Have a blessed day, everyone. Walk in victory.